0: Welcome to 5-Minute Finance, a podcast that explores topics that are impacting your money. Join us as we discuss what is moving the economy, markets, stocks, and personal finance.
1: This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Before acting on any financial advice, you should consult a financial professional who can review your specific financial situation. Any opinions expressed by the hosts or guests are their own and do not reflect the opinion of LVM Capital Management. Clients or employees of LVM Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in the podcast.
0: Welcome to 5-Minute Finance. Tyler and Jordan here. Before we get started, I just kind of want to give a quick shout out to everybody that (laughs) bared with us here during the Schwab transition from TD Ameritrade. So I know it's kind of a little bit of a process there and we appreciate all your patience there, but things should be going a little bit smoother going forward. So appreciate that. We... We'll move on. We're going to do a little bit of a market update here, and we'll kind of just start with a backdrop of what's happened year to date so far. And the S and P five hundred's up twelve percent now to start the year, but most of that is really coming from the the larger stocks in the S and P five hundred, where the equal weight index for the S and P is only up about one percent, one point two percent. This was through yesterday, and what's kind of interesting within that is that there are 239 companies of the 500 companies in the S&P 500 are actually negative. And only 29% of the companies in the market have a return better than the market cap weight index. So it's definitely been a interesting start to the year. And most of the return really has been driven by the the top seven to 10 stocks. Right. So. And
1: it's those AI related stocks or NVIDIA's, Microsoft, Broadcom, Apples of the world that have been yeah definitely pulling the weight of the market,
0: yeah, and we are just working on our monthly letter as well, and I have some interesting statistics in terms of the stock market pullback that we've seen in August and September, and what it shows is is that when you have a bad August and September, historically October ends up being a good period as well as the entire fourth quarter, so I think we have about twelve instances here going back to nineteen fifty two where you've had negative returns in August and September. And in all but one period, which was in 1957, you had positive returns in the fourth quarter, with the average return being about 7% for the fourth quarter. So anything could happen. Every period is different. But if history is any guide, it could potentially set up for some good returns in the fourth quarter.
1: Right. And that's just the price of admission, right? My grandpa used to say the price to play poker, these declines, you know, Regardless of what quarter they happen in, they do happen, and they happen quite frequently. We've got a page here that shows how often we see, you know, pick your magnitude of decline, 1% to 50%, the percentage of years that that happens in, or, you know, it happens every blank years. You know, we're kind of in this 5 to 10% drawdown range that we've seen so far. Statistically, very normal. You know, 94% of the time, we get a 5% pullback. So I'd say, Tyler, this is a very... Run of the mill decline that we're seeing, kind of going into the second half of the year.
0: Yeah, and I think it just on top of the five percent pullback that we've had, I was just looking this morning. I think we've had eight five percent pullbacks just oh, in the last three years, okay. and obviously some of those would be inclusive of the thirty five percent decline we saw during COVID, the the twenty five percent decline we just saw in last year from from January to October. So every one of these five percent pullbacks seems like it's gonna cascade into the the twenty twenty five. 25 Yeah.
1: It'll be the big one always. Yeah. Um,
0: But again, that just reinforces your thinking on terms of long-term investing. Absolutely. When you're looking at returns in the stock market, obviously 5% in a short period of time is not that big of a deal, but long-term returns are the ones that matter, right? Uh, Daniel Kahneman, his quote on long-term investing is, the long-term is not where life is lived. So you do have to take account in terms of these short-term periods where you do have these negative impacts and sticking through them to get to the long-term is where you're going to need to be.
1: Solid advice. And we're about to put out our monthly letter here where we talk, uh, you know, the market kind of climbs this wall of worry. We like to say and investors are cautious. Could this be viewed as a contrarian indicator? And some of you, you know, who we've met with in the past couple of months, you've seen this slide, but it's a relatively new one. A lot of money has flown into money market mutual funds, and this is different than just cash sitting in a bank account. These are very short-term debt instruments, treasury bills and such, but we're at a record balance for money market mutual funds. Investors are getting paid on cash, so you're getting uh, paid to be a little cautious where you haven't for realistically the last decade and a half now. But at some point, those dollars might reverse and end up going back into the market, driving stocks higher we see on average bank of america does a survey of fund managers to see who's overweight bonds to stocks and again this seems to foot with fears that investors have about you know if the election coming up is inflation going to come down banks are tightening credit standards will lending slow <clears throat> you see managers generally overweight bonds but again you're getting paid right now where you where you weren't before
0: yep and that is kind of interesting we do have a fixed income slide here where we're we're looking at the fixed income returns or yields that we've seen over the last 5 years or so and we have some actually some decent returns in fixed income so just it is yields. somewhat rational behavior by investors putting money into short term cash just now earning something which you have to go back to the early 2000s sure. to, to see those kind of yields on short term government bonds
1: right and we we've talked about this before but when we run projections or we talk about long term stock returns the market you know what between six to ten percent on on your stocks, and now you are getting four to six percent on fixed income. It's a pretty good trade off for I'd say you know half to a third of the volatility in traditional fixed income instruments that you would see in a normal quote unquote stock portfolio. Yep. And
0: we'll kind of wrap it up here as as we enter October. we're going to get into earnings season for the s and p five hundred for for companies reporting in the third quarter here. Just a quick note, the the first two quarters of the years, we actually saw negative earnings growth, or negative earnings, so earnings okay. decline. For the first two quarters expecting a small boost here increase in terms of earnings for the third quarter and the fourth quarter also looks good so hopefully those companies continue to meet those and beat those expectations that's going to help potentially drive future returns and really earnings is what's going to drive future returns for the long term
1: good well thanks everyone again sticking with us through the transition the td schwab conversion any questions podcast at lvmcapital.com